0: Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois.
1: And I'm Jimmy Fowler, Elder candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. Hey,
0: hey, hey. Hey. What you doing? No, we can't do that. Why not? Uh, banter. Is no. that ba- It counts as banter, we, yeah, too? Yeah, it counts as banter. Here's what I have to say about that. No, no, no. We got to move no, on, I, on to I, our subject. No, listen. I listen. So hey, today we're going to be talking... Let me tell you this right now. Uh, there, there's a handful of people... That say they're giving up the podcast, or they don't like it. or They can't hate it uh, because of all the banter. Okay, so I'm just going to be really straight with you. I'm going to talk to you like, and these are these are mostly men. Um, that I all the ones that I'm thinking of are, are men. So let me just say this: uh, it's not your podcast. And it's it's actually, it's our podcast. So we're actually going to do the kind of stuff that we want to do. This is why we're doing this podcast. We, we wanted a podcast to be a certain way and we didn't find one out there. So we're doing this. Who gave us this? Uh, that came from uh, two of our newest members at the church. Jimmy is holding up a bottle of bourbon. Somebody gave, one of the members of the church gave us a bottle of bourbon. It's really good. Huh? I
1: mean, like, like I said, it's uh, on the front end when you first had that first sip. It's a little harsh. It's a little harsh. But it's really kinda it's like not like sweet. syrupy, but it's sweet like a honey and then a vanilla on the end. And I just went for a second sip. Yeah, so I was harsh.
0: I was in the middle of my thing and you started talking about that. J. Henry and Sons. I was talking.
1: Wisconsin straight Bourbon Whiskey, aged five years. That's okay. good. All right. All right, we gotta write them a card. Right, no you. no nobody cares now.
0: What I was yeah, I know. I didn't want no banter. I told you no banter. Well, that People was, don't okay, want to have banter. Right.
1: You know? Banter
0: is a part of what we do. <sighs> It's, it's what we do wherever we're at.
1: I know, but that's us hanging
0: out. You and that's I hanging what this out is. is
1: not the same as, as, well, I thought it was, but now we got haters. Haters gonna hate. You know what? That, that's what it is. Haters gonna hate. Okay, so that we don't. Don't we be don't, jealous of the JoFo. That's right. That's hey, why we're hey gonna Joe, keep doing it. How was
0: your week? My week was awesome.
1: Oh, man, man please tell me all about it. I want to hear every detail.
0: I would, but I got stuff to do, so we gotta do this quicker. Hey. Oh, okay. um, well, thanks for asking. You, I, my week was good. I thanks. don't. Yeah, care. I appreciate it. Um, you, know, you were talking about hanging out, yep. and I was thinking like we should talk about hanging out as not just as something that people do. I know some people hang out, but actually as something that can be a fruitful work or ministry. It yeah, that's could, good. It, it is something that I think more pastors should be doing is hanging out. In the world with other people in order to build relationships, preach the gospel and serve others. So, yeah, you're not saying neglect uh,
1: neglect the flock, right? Like you're not saying uh, don't do pastoral visitation. No, but you are saying, though, uh, it can't like there needs to be time to be hanging out or reaching out or, or however you want would you say that reaching out i guess it's a well, form of reaching out but it's not as it's not as systematized i would think no it's not it's different like listen a lot it of- should actually be something like genuine care a like lot it should of- be like hanging out with your neighbor i'm not trying to interrupt you i apologize go a lot of pastors okay i was thought you were going to get me no i wasn't going to get you right, I was serious so a lot of pastors um it should just be genuine <laughs> <laughs> i knew you're going to get me on the third one
0: a lot of pastors uh, are known for being holed up in their office, mm, and they yep. they don't have non-Christian friends.
1: Well, yeah, Joe's not one of those guys that's holed up in his office.
0: Uh, no, no. In fact, uh, I, I come in my office to grab a couple of books um, or to record a podcast. That's about it. Sometimes I have meetings in here, too. Yep, yep. But um, a lot of pastors kind of hold up hole up in their office, and they like that because maybe they're introverts like I am. They prefer to be alone, and they can study. They love to study like I do. Sermon prep is fun. Um, And the only interactions that they have are with people in the church. Yeah. But hanging out, finding time, making time, not finding, it doesn't exist, making time in your schedule to be present Yeah. with other people, people that are Christians and people that are non-Christians, where you are accessible um, where you are engaged and engaging, that becomes, in in our estimation, a really important aspect of fruitful gospel and church ministry. Absolutely. I mean,
1: you know, and I when I hear like even as we're discussing this, and um, like I worked for, with previous churches, it was almost like a uh, it wasn't really common for the the pastoral staff to be hanging out or. or just relaxing everything kind of had to be not systematized but it was like there had to be an agenda right or a purpose behind it so it's like well hold on if we're gonna meet then what issue are we discussing
0: right or what measurable impact is this exactly can you quantify the value of what you're doing exactly
1: and so for someone like me that that is a bit more uh uh
0: works oriented (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know i had to kind of but i it was a shift for me because uh like I, I i mentioned it before like i worked with young life of canada for a number of years and one of the things that that we had to do and it was systematized was that sense of contact work and there is actually where i learned about hanging out where uh you know i would set aside time i'd make time a few times a week where i would just be hanging out with people uh teens and adults to try to build relationships um and so yeah i think it's 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 something that's not really common i think in in the church today because we're so focused on
0: on our people it's like we treat there's this temptation and there is this call by a lot of gurus to treat church like a business and to to and to treat ministry like a business so that um it's it's hard to find value in something where you don't have a measurable impact that you can quantify in yeah. some way. Um so when, w- what we believe Here, is Here before we get to that yeah. part though. And I think you're right, but but it's not only about
1: the people not having it quantified, but I think there's also some ministers out there that just don't want it. Well sure. But I think that that's different though. I think not be like looking at saying what's the best use of my time. And that's what I hear when I quantify is someone actually seeking out how, what's the best way to, to glorify God in what I'm doing. I, I can actually understand that heart, but for someone that doesn't even want to be with other people, then I would say, what is your calling then? Right. Have you mistaken right. your calling? Cause that that's to me is two different things. Uh, like I know, I, like we know of, of of an individual, a well-known pastor that bragged about having this separate uh, hallway from their office to the stage so that they wouldn't have to talk to anybody. That, to me, shows of a heart that doesn't really love people or desire to to minister to God's people.
0: And when we're talking about like the reasons why people don't want to hang out, yeah. we're going to get to hanging out here more specifically, but um, yeah, there's a lot of different reasons, right? Some people are... Very focused on you know quantifiable results. Yep. Um, other people don't think it's worth their time. Yep. Um, other people are lazy. They just simply do not want to put the effort into that. Um, some people are shy. Some people are scared. Yeah. You know, some people. Do, some people don't think it's you're allowed. I can't. I'm not allowed to hang out. I'm on a clock. You know. The, I got a board. Of, yeah. Oh, got you're gonna pay me to, yeah. to sit here and I'm talk. gonna go and uh, and by the way, yes. Pastors should be a part of their a part of their support. A part of their salary goes towards them building relationships with people, and therefore, hanging out in measure has to be a part of that. Now, we're, we're talking about hanging out, Jimmy. What, what what do you think of? I mean, if you were going to counsel somebody, yeah, um, going into ministry, uh, and you would say like, Hey, listen, you know, you went to seminary, uh, you know about study, you yep. know about exegesis, you know about church history, you know, you, you know about schedule and counseling what you don't probably know about is the value of hanging out. Mm-hmm. What were, what are some things that you would want to tell them about? what is hanging out? Well, I think first is um,
1: I would be saying kind of make it a, a weekly part of your schedule where you are regularly at a certain location and get to know those individuals. So I, I would think, and I'm thinking more like when you hear that, I guess I'm thinking of like, like a cigar shop or a coffee shop or something like that. But I think, Meeting with people in a relaxed atmosphere right. without an agenda. Yep. And I think that's kind of what I'm trying to get to in that. Um is it's not about getting together. And, and I'm not I don't want to diminish this because this is all good. But if your mentality is I want to get together so I can see where they're at spiritually so I can assess it and then help counsel them. Uh, that's not the setting that's not what we're talking about as important as that is it's
0: all that's, that's like that's your always that's your radar it's that, always on it's
1: always on so but this is supposed to be when can you just relax with other people with other people because i think it's important like there's a few people that i i know i can relax with and i enjoy hanging out with them uh and i mean the, obviously everyone knows me. that that pat yeah. and i no, love what about getting me? together. Yeah, yeah, and you, me. yeah, okay, and Joe. whatever. So, like, well, no, you and I, and, well, Pat, Pat and I, like, even this last Friday, got together and and watched the Cubs game, and we we did text Joe. It's like, hey, Joe, if you want to stop by, it's cool, but you don't feel obligated. I stopped obligated by. For, like, two minutes. Yeah, baseball. I'm watching baseball. It's all right. Well, Pat and I had a great time without yeah, you. Yeah, it looked like it. We did. Without me. It was awesome. We right. hung out. We were hanging it's, out at the cigar shop. And that's just it, though. That That's, like, you need that time. It's not only about... It's not only hanging out is not only about uh, what you can give to others, but it's also what you're receiving from others. And if you're always thinking that you have to give, 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 give at some point, your tank is going to be empty. You need to learn to receive.
0: So let's, let's talk about this a little bit, right? So when we're talking about hanging out, you said, and I agree that it is essentially an agenda less time where you are with other people in a specific context. Now, there, was all, yes. we always have an agenda, right? To glorify God and to enjoy Him yeah, forever, yeah. and we're always witnesses of Christ. So we're not saying that we're those not things saying are that
1: not if, if something comes up,
0: but you as, need to deal but, with it. But as it as it relates to that specific gathering, it is just to be there without an agenda, present with other people, and um, and this could be anything from. Uh, the a popular bowling alley, yeah. to a pub, to a Someone's backyard. coffee shop. If people regularly hang out there, yeah. then it can be that. It could be a lot of different things. So we're not saying it has to be any one thing, but to be regularly somewhere where you are there without uh, a, a specific outline and agenda to accomplish tasks other than to be present and to be useful to God as his providence dictates, right? Absolutely. So now the, the reasons for this. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. What are the reasons that we hang out? Well, one, I would say
1: to relax, right? Like I would say one is to just be able to, to settle down and to, you know, like ministry is kind of a go, 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 go type thing. It's a rare time. I think anyways, where you actually start something and complete something. I mean, really, the sermon prep is, is it, you know, but it just, it, it's going to start again every week anyways. Um, uh, you're always kind of, you're, you're always on, you're always going. It's, it's tasks are always piling up, um, and you're moving on to the next individual or situation that's going on, uh, in the church. So I think for me, being able to cut off and just, relax.
0: So there is, there, hanging out is good for the individual hanging out, right? It's, it's good personally to rest. I mean, we all, and hopefully you believe in rest and margin, uh, you know, pastors burn out, yeah. people burn out, uh, moms burn out because they don't know how, or they haven't allowed themselves, or they haven't been allowed to find margin to chill, Right To get together with some girls or to get together and and just do something else. So there's personal benefit to hanging out. Why else do we hang out? Because when I think about about hanging out, I think, okay, I hang out. Now, listen, I'm an introvert.
1: Yeah, Joe is. So
0: really relaxing for me is to be by myself. That's not true. Oh, yes, it is. No, it is not. Yes, it is. (gasps) Okay, you
1: say you're by yourself, but you're texting me the whole time. Yeah, but I'm by myself. No, it's not the same. I You're still emotionally connected self. to me. Emotionally, but not physically. Oh, but the but the emotional
0: is is a lot more uh All right, so here's the thing. Come on, I'm just saying it's powerful. Okay. What I'm saying is uh when I hang out, I do it because I believe it is useful. Yeah. Now, I know it's going to be good for me to be around people. That's that even though I'm not naturally wired to do that. Uh to be that way, I know it's good for me. I also know it's good for other people because, in that context, relationships are built, yeah, friendships are built. Um, I, I wind up, uh, and, and all of us have wound up counseling people in those non Christian environments, sharing the gospel with numerous people, innumerable people, um, talking them off the ledge of suicide, yeah. um, helping them through death and loss, doing their funerals, uh, and so. What it does is, is there like, so why do we do it? We do it because it's one of those environments. It's one of those contexts in which more Christians need to be more active. It's the agendaless context. It's, it's this, it's this realm of life that a lot of people are afraid to go to because, well, if I'm not preaching the gospel, then I can't glorify God. You can glorify God by enjoying your coffee and and being a good neighbor. Yeah. You can glorify God by doing that. So go and be present somewhere. And then in God's providence, the opportunities afford themselves. Uh, they're just right there. And, and if you've been present and engaging, and if you've been a good neighbor, then you're going to be able, they're going to ask you to step in and to do some of that stuff.
1: Yeah, I've been convicted of that actually lately because I'm not... I'm not a I like I like to hang out with a few people. I already said that. So Pat mostly. So like when I'm at my house, that's like my fortress of solitude. You know, I don't want <laughs> stay away. Stay away. And I got great neighbors. My neighbors are fantastic. The one guy to my left never comes and talks to me, never makes any noise, has a terrible lawn. Mine looks so great next to his. And yours doesn't look that great. No, but I love him comparatively. Yeah. The other neighbors to my right They don't like to talk either. They like to do their own thing. It's fantastic. Now, my neighbors behind me, they're still great, but now they want to talk. And so I've got these neighbors because of all our kids. They all want to hang out. And our house has become the hangout spot for all the kids, which now draws all the parents. Right. Michelle loves it. Loves it. She's always talking with them. She's always meeting with the ladies. They're always hanging out. They're having wine night. Um, Not crying. I'm talking about wine.
0: W H uh, no no no, no W I N E oh okay yeah. <laughs> so
1: um like they're hanging out and she's sharing with them and they always want me to come over and I'll, I'll come and I'll bring cigars and I'll bring bourbon they're drinking my bourbon um and so I always feel convicted afterwards because people want to have a conversation about um about Christ or or what is it that we believe and stuff like that but I'm always so hesitant because I don't even really want to be there to begin with because I just want to relax at my house. Or like I said, Michelle, now I'm I'm so, you know, I'm I'm, now I'm going to boast about her. You know, I'm, I'm praying for Michelle as she's getting texts from all these other ladies from our neighborhood that are saying, I'm, I'm, I need some help right now. I I don't know what's going on. Um, I'm kind of struggling with this, you know, Michelle, uh, can you, can you come over and, and all these ladies are on this conversation, can you come over and talk about this and, I know that you believe in God. I I just want to talk a bit more about this. And so for someone like Michelle, hanging out has become now, because she's real, because she's loving, because she's
0: caring, they now want to discuss these other things. Yeah. That's what it does. You know, it's like it, it, it doesn't take a lot of effort. Now, it takes more effort if you're an introvert. But it doesn't take a lot of effort to go somewhere and to be present. And to be a friend. yeah, You know, so it can be a book club. It can be the gym for crying out loud. It doesn't really matter. But where you're present and regular, you become known. And in the context of being known, you then have relationships. Then you then have influence. And you happen to be more than likely one of the only people, if not the only person, that has the truth of God that leads to salvation. Yeah. So what the heck are we doing? We're not hanging out. We're missing that opportunity. We we ought to be hanging out. We ought to be present so that people. I just met with uh with a dude, not a Christian guy. I just met with this guy. He wanted to be down. He wanted to meet with me privately to talk about some stuff. And that's because I am present. It's because I'm there. And all of this, yes, it is. It it leads us. It gives us opportunities to point to Jesus Christ. Hanging out is one of those things that, if more Christians did it. I believe our reputation might be better. I think, I think so. I think if we were to do this more often, we might be more adept at talking to people with whom we disagree with, right? I mean, I guess- I think it grounds us, right? Because I think oftentimes everything is about, especially if it,
1: there's always an agenda, right? Like one, it, I'm, gonna, you know, we already talked about the agenda. I'm gonna talk about grounding us. If we're only talking with those that we agree with, then we have no idea of what's going on with those around us. Then how can you actually preach the word properly? And you know what I mean like how could you preach yeah. the word in such a way that is not only uh speaking to those who do believe but speaking to those who don't believe how are you actually able to to share the gospel and to understand what the the life situation is like of those around you if you're not even hanging out with your neighbors and that was actually a big conviction for me is how how right. can I expect to preach the gospel and to share the gospel if I don't even care about my neighbor right
0: and it's like if if all we know are the people at our church, that will help us to speak to them. Yeah. But if we're going to reach more people, if we're going to if we're going to understand the temperament, the temperature uh, of of the city that we're a part of, then we need to be out there talking to those people, um, people that we disagree with, people yeah. that may not like all of the things that we believe. So, anywho, all that to say. We, you and I believe that hanging out is a valuable ministry. We don't want to encourage laziness. We don't want to encourage people from – we don't want to encourage people to disconnect from responsibilities. But one of your responsibilities is to be a witness where you are. And so we encourage people, uh, as much as God allows you to be present, present, and to find opportunities to hang out. We hang out at the cigar shop because A, we happen to like cigars and B, cigar shops are a great place to meet people where people want to talk. Dudes want to talk. Yeah. And they'll talk about anything from politics to religion to art to whatever, family. Um, and, uh, and there, because there are regulars and a membership in a sense, you become friends. But it can be anywhere. It can, it can be any kind of environment. It doesn't have to be any one yeah. thing. But, but it requires intentionality and consistency.
1: Absolutely. Now let's, let's now switch gears here for a moment. Um, as a pastor, let's, let's talk about this. I do think congregations almost have this sense of like, I have every right to meet with my pastor every day, whenever I need to, they should be able to be my best friend. What do you say to that? And I'm not, and I'm not saying we've, face this or anything like that. It's not
0: an issue at Redeemer. It's not an
1: issue, but I, I know but that it is very common. It is very common uh, for individuals to to believe that they should have the ear or the attention or the time of the pastor every single day.
0: Sure. And and when you're a smaller church, uh, there's a lot of that, right? Because the pastor, the preaching pastor, can be very present and yeah. can have a lot of meetings with a lot of people. But the larger your church gets, the less accessible the preaching pastor becomes. Now we believe that every elder ought to be accessible to the congregation. And so I give out my phone number. We give out to anybody, any of our people here, they have access to us. And the longest you really have to wait to meet with us. If it's not an emergency is about a week. at Most, Um, we're generally able to meet with you pretty quickly, but, uh, but no, I I can't set up a standing weekly meeting with most people unless there's a crisis of some sort. Um, but yeah, on the one hand, you know, pastors are very busy with the, the the multiplicity of tasks and responsibilities they have. They don't just work on Sunday. I know that's the joke that we like to say, um, but they're busy all week. And so they can only, uh, they only have room for so many sessions with people or meetings yeah. with people. And I'll even have people say, hey, can we just hang out? And it's like, well, you can join me in hanging out on the, the this two hour block where I am hanging out. But uh, where everybody has access because I'm just there, but I can't necessarily squirrel away an hour every time you want to hang out, yeah. Because that that's just not realistic. I've got other things that I've got to do. So in general, what 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 I would say to guys is is be really honest and upfront with people in terms of what your schedule is. Um, guard it well so yeah. that you're not over taxing yourself with things that are not related to your primary mission and objective. But I would also say that part of what we ought to do, first of all, I think every pastor ought to be accessible to his people. If somebody wants to meet with me from the church, we're going to make that happen. Secondly, uh, you can't be best friends with everybody in terms of hanging out all the time. Uh, it's just you don't have, you know, goodness. I, I, I can't go to every birthday at the church. Yeah, it's impossible. Um, so uh, you got you have to be careful with that. And but I think here most people understand that it's it's not an issue. Um, they, uh, nobody has really expected to be, um, you know, in the pastor's office all the time, unless there is a real need. And even then it's, it's, they understand that our, our pastors here are busy. And as there is opportunity, then we schedule, we can schedule it. We make sure that it's, it's happening, but when it's an emergency, that's front burner, really good stuff. We make sure that those people are, are getting taken care of.
1: And so we, I know we talked about this on friendship though. Uh, so I, we don't have to get into this much, but why don't you just speak a little bit on the importance of, especially those in leadership and and pastors to have valuable friendships. Like you, you are, Yeah, I mean, you're the Jonathan to my, to my David. I'm David. No, I'm David. I'm definitely David. David David was short. I am. I'm short too. I'm David. You are Jonathan. Right. You are Jonathan because you die in the
0: end. I, I, You'll die before me. I think I'm. I think I'm more like David.
1: You are going to die before me. So, talk about that. Just the importance of that, and just how I mean, even in the midst of this hanging out while part, everyone's part still it,
0: friends and everything, there's yeah. still
1: that sense of
0: right, right. I, I think part of it is when you have a David Jonathan relationship. Jonathan usually never recognizes that he's Jonathan. In this case. It's Jimmy. Well, go ahead, Jonathan. Um, Please continue. But uh, I've just granted you permission to be quiet. Yeah. Permission granted. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I happen to be very close to the elders and the staff. Um, those are the people with whom I spend most of my time. And uh, obviously, you guys know I'm very close to Jimmy. Um, and so now I'm friends with all these other people in the church. But you can only spend so much time with so many people, without
1: uh, without. It impacting your you know, your church work schedule or your
0: family schedule, right? So, like, I've got what fifty hours that I can give towards the church, roughly, and then I've got all these other hours that towards my family. And you got how
1: many kids? You got parents? You got grandma? You've got everything. So whatever it is, And Jen.
0: So (laughs) and she needy. So no, Jen's not. Jen's low maintenance. I'm high maintenance. So I I would just say that um, invest in those. Men or women, if you're a woman, invest in women. <laughs> men, if you're a man, invest in men. Who are going to encourage you to become a more godly person. Invest in those people that understand you, that can uh, help coach you, that um, that you can encourage. They're, they're, you, you need to make sure that you have some people in your life yeah. who can ground you, who can call you out when you are wrong And those to whom you will listen. I really think that part of the reason some of these pastors wind up in really bad situations, in immoral situations, is because they, and I think a part of it, is they do not have the relationships necessary to help keep them in line. Um, Now, again, you can lie, and if you're lying and pretending, then you don't have the relationship. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Pat and Jimmy know if something's up with me. They can tell. Like, they they can sense it. Brian, Brian. I can sense through a text. Yeah, Brian, like, whoa. Like, Jimmy Jimmy could sense through a text the other day, like, Joe ain't playing. Joe's in a bad mood. <laughs> and I could tell just and by your could, text. He could read my mood through my text. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I, I was trying to send an email to our secretary. No, don't go into it. Don't go was into it. I trying to send an email. Don't, I'm not going to say anything. Don't say okay, it. Okay, so I sent an email to my secretary on my day off. And I, but I was busy. I was doing stuff. And so I was trying to... Um, uh, just dictate it into the phone. So I, I, I mentioned it. a guy, and his last name is Keenis. Stop. <laughs> an iPhone didn't know what to do with the word Keenis, so it did something else with it. I <laughs> I said it to my secretary. <laughs> it spelled it right. <laughs> it, it was not an incorrect spelling of a word, but it was not Keenis, so yeah so jimmy was having fun <laughs> <inside>. <laughs> i didn't say anything i didn't I say anything
1: and so yeah joe i knew joe wasn't playing i, wasn't I was like, like i'm out i'm out i'm busy i took a screenshot though i'll i'll save that for a rainy day oh goodness <laughs> sakes
0: all right so bottom line is we need friendship yeah we need to hang out we need to be available we need to be present yes. And um, and to be honest, sometimes, you know, we're at the cigar shop, we're not available. My earbuds are in, we're working yeah. hard, we're not talking, we're not doing anything. But then other times we're there, earbuds are out, and if th- something comes up, we're, we're more than willing. That's and then it. in God's providence, interruptions happen and all of that. But in general, we need more of our Christian brothers and sisters to be out there with non-believers in the world, being good neighbors, being good friends, because that's the context in which the gospel oftentimes shines most brightly.
1: I mean, let us know, uh, you know, jump on social media. Let us know uh, what are the places you like to hang out and with, you know, how do you like to hang out with with those around you? So uh you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head on over to our website, com, and there you can click on the Contact Us page, the email sign-up, or click on the store and grab some great merchandise. We got Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday.
0: <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because we just got we have a church member sending us texts. Oh, is that the
1: big – no, don't,
0: don't. – <laughs> no, I won't say who it is. All right. But a church member <laughs> – and so he does texts about how he got in an argument with the manager. With Tom McCaskey. With Tom McCaskey. Of the Bears. <laughs> of the Chicago Bears. He's like in a fight with Tom McCaskey of the Bears. It's the funniest thing ever.
1: And I mean, I'm not going to say who this person is. They're just a Patriots fan.
0: They Well, they are a Patriot. And they are a Patriots fan.
1: Yeah, they are a Patriots fan. Die hard Patriots fan. Uh, so yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm going to agree with one of the other members. Or he's not a member, but the other individual from our well, church. But th- this guy, he's a member. No, he's not. Not, not that. Well, this one is. The <laughs> other one's not that said, this is Patriot propaganda.
0: Oh, yeah, no, that guy's not a member. But, but I mean, I, I can't say his name. No, it, you but, can't. It rhymes with Labanow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: that, that, guy, that guy's a
0: member. <laughs> okay. So
1: anyways, where was I at? Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesday, Friday content soon in the fall. Dr. Devotion 2018 conference.
0: And 2017 in New Zealand. What? Oh,
1: oh you know Yeah, we'll promote that later. All right. All right people are people really going to fly out to New Zealand for us?
0: If I they're, doubt real, it. Fans, they're, if they're real fans, they're not going to fly out. If they're real fans, if they're posers, they ain't coming.
1: <laughs> well, then 99.9% I th- I think, I
0: think 100% are going to come.
1: Uh, Super optimistic. Yeah.
0: That's uh, the difference between you and me, Jonathan.
1: What's that day? Later! Later! Later. Ah, Later!